Hi everyone, we're back again after a, I guess, well, I'm pretty sure with our long one hour conversations, it doesn't feel like we left, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a little hiatus. (laughs) (laughs) But we are continuing the discussion because it's pretty relevant. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are um, dealing with this the clock's going back and now it just I don't know if, I know it seems psychological but it just to me it seems like I know I know obviously uh, why the, you know we do this daylight savings time and the days are obviously are shorter now but it really it just feels like it's super short um, I feel like you know you're racing against daylight and um, at four o'clock it just gets it starts getting dark and then it's just pitch black and that's what that's how it feels i don't know how about you yeah. i mean i get the um i'm used to having quite busy productive days so i mean off air we were kind of talking about this briefly but like i'm used to my full work day with like quite a long commute um and now for some reason I've kind of gone from 100 to zero, so I'm kind of struggling with the excess time I have. And there's this weird mental block I'm kind of getting where, like, 4.35 o'clock rolls around, and it's pitch black outside, and my brain's like, okay, well, like, it's time to kind of wrap up for the day. Like, you've done everything you need to do. Like, it's time to just shut down a little bit. And then, like, I sit around for, like, five hours waiting to go to bed, and I'm like, wow, that was a lot of time wasted. Like, I could have been more productive with that. And I... I've been noticing it quite a bit over the last week and a half where, you know, by the time my body is like, okay, like, let's go to bed. My brain's already beating me up over like how much I could have accomplished, even though like, I feel like it's time to go to bed already. It's it's just a really weird time of year. It gets me every year. Um, Normally I'm working outside. So normally I'm lucky enough to spend my entire day out in the sunlight for the most part or if there is any um and this is my first year ever well first year in 10 years that i don't get that so i'm getting hit pretty hard with it this year to be honest i know i'm trying to circumvent it because you know the same things i say like extra vitamin d um i obviously use my uh like the light therapy um, and now I'm I'm really making sure that I'm getting exercise like a daily like you know I even though I don't feel like doing it I force myself because I I see I see it affecting me physically affecting me so um, and I, I I just recently started back like after a long 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 time getting back into like yoga just to like kind of quiet my mind yeah I really like that I've been um I I had to take you know I've been a little inconsistent with it but I was hoping to do some yoga like most mornings I've definitely been inconsistent with it but the mornings I do do it I do feel better um, my partner and I are both looking into like buying like a rowing machine or like some form of like an indoor bike. Um, Get a because, Peloton, I'm telling you. Yeah, like I'm looking into something because I, I need 
And they're uh, they're so they're they lowered the price. Kind of pissed off, but good for you. If you yeah, get just, it. Like, they, yeah, they just dropped to like four or five hundred bucks or something. Yeah, that's they? nice. <laughs> of course. Yeah, right after. But thanks, thanks, appreciate that. Um, yeah, so I need something that I can expel some of the energy that I'm used to getting rid of that I'm not because I'm starting to feel very pent up. Um, I used to have um, severe headaches when I was really kind of stressed out and depressed. Those are starting to kind of come back. And those are always for me like a very, they're like the final big red flag waving where it's like, okay, like you're going to slip. Like, here's your notice. Like, let's start being productive and like kind of start trying to claw your way out of this, you know, downward spiral that seems to be occurring. Um, so yeah, I need, I need to start exercising and, and I need to start being more productive. And then I always have a really hard time with it. Cause like I get these really gnarly headaches and then, um, cause I hold, I hold so much tension in my jaw. So I, I get this like clenched jaw and then I get these really nasty tension headaches. Um, and the only way to get rid of it is by doing like healthy, active, you know, either exercising or like, um, for me, I, I used to do a lot of hiking that kind of really helped. And that stuff's been kind of on the back burner for the last little bit. So I'm, I need to start getting back into those kind of healthy routines and kind of snap myself out of the, you know, early winter funk that we're kind of entering into here. Yeah, I, I, and of course, you know, the first snowfall is always the, you know, oh my gosh, it's actually, even though it's not technically winter, we're still in fall. But I always feel like that daylight savings time and then the that first snowfall is sort of like the, it's it's an indication winter's coming, you know. Oh, I, I agree. And it's always the, the worst because you're like, oh, how am I going to get through this entire winter? Like, <clears throat> you know, like New Year's hits and you're like, okay, like, I, we're kind of getting there we're kind of getting there and then you know you're at valentine's day and you're like oh my god like okay we're you know i can see the light at the end of the tunnel like right now there's there's no light at the end of the tunnel it's like get ready you're about to enter into winter like just barely starting so like my mind always kind of eats me alive this time of year right and then i'm very used to working outside so like i get the kind of survival of like oh how am i going to do it this year like last year was brutal. I was so cold all the time. How are you going to do this year? And then I find for me, um, it's very similar to how most of my kind of anxiety or depression works. Like it's always the build up to something that's significantly worse than the actual action of it. So like the start, the transition of like the cold weather coming in is always significantly worse for me than like when I'm in the middle of it. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, it's the coldest time of the year and like I'm fine I'm surviving it's all right like we're getting through it so yeah it's for me it's always the start's the roughest part well do you do a lot of see I'm bad like that so um as soon as it gets cold I'm not one of those winter sports people but I am going to force myself this year I keep saying it every year and then I miss the whole season but I'm really going to take out my skates and kind of like skate this year um but they they say that's another thing even though you know when you have this seasonal affective depression is to 
uh, kind of get involved in some sort of winter activities to kind of break it up? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. And my partner this year was like, okay, so she's a snowboard instructor for like a part-time job she has. And she's like, I'm going to teach you how to snowboard this year. She's like, you need something that is going to allow you to relieve stress and be something you can look forward to and have fun in the winter. Because um, I was always like, I, I worked outside. I, I never did winter sports. So I was always very much like, I despised winter. And, you know, she absolutely loves it. It's, it's one of her favorite times of year because the things she loves doing most happen this season. So it's very interesting when you're in a relationship like that where you're able to actually look at the perception and how that changes um, based on activities you're doing. So if it's something you really enjoy doing, obviously you're going to enjoy the winter a lot more than if you're like me and you're just hiding out in your home waiting for the cold weather to end. <laughs> That's me. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, it, okay, like, think I'll it's a, Think it's safe. I feel yeah, like, you like, know, one of those um, animals that hibernate. I don't know, my, my birthday is uh, like the trail end of March and I'm like hey like, I'll see you around my birthday Like that's when I know I can start coming back out again um, so I, that's one thing I want to do is, is start getting a little bit more into some activities <clears throat> that just help relieve stress because right now I'm, I'm not doing any of those and obviously I'm quite stressed out um, and it's 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 very strange because like I'm I'm a very calm stressed right now, which is weird. Normally I get very worked up when I'm stressed out, and like right now I'm like, no, everything's good, everything's going the way it needs to go, progress is being made. Like it's 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 perplexing to me because it just goes to show you how hard people can be on themselves, right? So like I had a plan, I set out to do the plan, I'm accomplishing the plan, and yet I'm still thinking that I'm not doing enough. I know, um, well, you're singing to the choir, so yeah, right. So it's 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 incredibly frustrating to be that hard on yourself, and you know I'm lucky enough that I have a partner that kind of slaps me in the head once in a while. And it's like, hey, listen, like you're you're doing good, you're doing better than you think. Like, relax. Well, the- you know, we are always focused on the next thing. That's the, the issue. So you know, they always say life is a journey it's not a race right it's not a it's we're always focused on the destination even though we're not realizing we're living through things that we once wanted before right like but we're so focused on the next goal or the next you know um anything anything next like what's we're focused on future events not the present right yeah, I think like ninety-eight percent of your life is spent waiting. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you're you're waiting in line for a coffee, or you're you know you're waiting for like you're always waiting for something, right? You're working towards a goal, but in that sense, you're still waiting for the goal to actually you know appear or happen. So I find that interesting. Like if you would have told me when I started therapy that hey, listen, you're gonna end the relationship you've been in for a very long time. Um, and you know it's going to be painful but it will be for the better I would have been like okay like that's interesting like let's no let's you would have been like yeah right <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> like I would have been like yeah I know I need to do that I don't know how but I know I need to and then if you would have told me hey listen the job that you started when you were 17 and you've been doing for 10 years you're going to leave that job even though you make really good money 
and it's all you knew. Yeah, it's all you knew, and you're going to go back to school, an environment that you really were not a fan of growing up, and, you know, you're going to get into an industry that is the complete opposite of where you were for a decade. I would have looked at you and been like, okay, you're absolutely nuts. Like, I'm loving what you're telling me, but, like, I don't know if you knew who I am. I can't do that. There's no way I could do that. And, like, here I am living that, and I'm still like, you're not doing enough. You're not doing enough. It's just, it's crazy. Because now I think what has happened is, and this is just my, you know, um, take on it, is that I feel as though you were on autopilot and now you're on manual. And that's why you're feeling that you're not doing enough. Because now all those dreams that were deferred, like you're actually seeing like the, like, accomplishments like you know you're as you said you're setting goals you're accomplishing the goals you're seeing progress in your goals and you're seeing how far like literally literally it's been a year this has happened to you all in a year yeah wow man actually less than a year yeah that's crazy so think about where you were a year ago to where you are now yeah yeah that's crazy right i need to um i was thinking about it i've been busting out the handy journal um good the last couple days because like i like i said i've just been i need to find a way um that really resonates with me for active stress relief because that's one thing that i've always struggled with and then when i hit certain periods uh within the year like this time of year, for example, like winter hitting and the, and the time change. Um, I'm already like slightly stressed out because I don't know how to deal with, like I've never been great with dealing with stress. And then I get the add on stress of like something else. And then I'm like, okay, like now I'm starting to feel my knees buckle a little bit. Like, ooh. Um, so yeah, I want to really find something that um, really helps eliminate that stress. So like I said, I'm looking into like bikes and stuff like that because I've always been a big fan of cardio. Um, so some kind of working out. I need to, you know, I might I'm go into like saying... an indoor driving range or something like that and go golfing. Like I just need to do something that I really enjoy. Well, the only reason, like I was telling you for, I only started this stuff even though this was available on the Peloton. It's because of the way the, but the bike was positioned because, you know, as you know, there's a screen attached. So, but with the app, there's all these classes, including yoga, meditation, like strength training, like it's in an entire program, right? But because of the way, the awkward way where my bike sits, I couldn't do that. So uh, like all this time, I could have just bought a fire stick, right? And you can cast your Peloton on your TV. Oh, perfect. So that's why I'm able to do all these other classes because now I just watch it on the TV. Perfect. So you should look into it. I should. uh, And actually, you know what? There's the app is free, I think, for two months. So you could just try it out. Like, just oh, on your phone. Bad. Like, you can try yeah, the, yeah. the other classes. 
Because yeah, yeah. I like I said, like I was I was looking in the Peloton for um I like the idea of biking and then I I like I said, I've I've always really enjoyed hiking. I love being in nature, I love trees, I love you know, that kind of scenic environment. And like the Peloton, I'm pretty sure you can take like do bike rides. Yeah, that's what I do. Quote, I don't quote all over the world. Right? Yeah, I didn't do I I know I started with the classes and then I found them like who am I fooling? They're way too intense. And um, so then I just started doing the scenic rides, and you can either do them guided or just on your own. So they're perfect for me. Yeah, it's perfect. Get you out doing something, or like you know, get your body moving. And you, I went to Savannah, Georgia yesterday, so that was good. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> I was in Australia last week. That's one thing I want to do. Is actually I've been I've been thinking about it like crazy, and I've never really been a traveler. And a lot of that stems from I just have a crap ton of anxiety when I don't know where I'm going to be or I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just get worked up before I even do something and then I'm like, oh, no, I can't handle that. In the last, like, couple weeks, I'm, like, thinking to myself, like, man, like, I really want to do, like, a really nice road trip or I want to do <laughs> Well, I feel like we're all a little bit, we're going I, stir I crazy think, a little yeah, bit with this pandemic, so. Yeah, I think everybody's just like, all right, like, I'm ready to just, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm over this alternate dimension. Like, let's go. Let's, let's get back I know, like, to reality. Where's the booster shot? And, and hurry up because I just want to kind of get on with it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, just, yeah, I'm just over it. I'm ready. And, yeah, I'm this, ready. this isn't turning into, like, an anti-vaxxer or vaxxer or pro or con. It's not, you know, it's not kind of. Oh, no, not at all. No, <laughs> it's just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, let's go. Like, let's, like, I'm ready for, like, life to kind of kickstart again because i i feel like if i feel this way i feel like a lot of people must and i'm just in this really weird i feel like it's your fault because you're the one at the very beginning who said we won't be out of this till 2022 so yeah i know i know you have nothing to say right now i know i know my little (laughs) pessimist mind um i think like a lot of people like i'm just ready i'm just ready like i'm in this weird position where you know, the vast majority of my life is kind of going on like normal. And then there's also like this huge portion that's just like, whoa, what's going on over here? And it's just, it's very strange feeling like you're kind of getting pulled in two different directions where like naturally you're kind of humans adapt very quickly. So this alternative lifestyle is, is, you know, people are adapting to it. But well, we can still remember what life used to be like, and it's this really weird well, that's kind of what pull. I wanted to talk to you about. Like, remember, you just finished saying, like, you know, your you went from commuting to like now, you know, your whole life is completely different. But that's going to be well, kind of your life. You're not going to be doing those super long commutes how you used to, and those long, uh, laborious days of at heart hard at work you're you know you're going to be doing more mental work um but people transitioning because like you know the rumor mill has it that a lot of people and have been um lately of doing sort of like two days in the office you know three days at home or vice versa whatever but um you know people who were complaining about oh my god I miss the office I miss you I miss you I miss you and then now loving working from home are now going to have to 
transition back into the regular schedule program? I, I, I really, I, this is coming from somebody who has absolutely never worked in an office setting whatsoever. Um, I'm a really, I believe I'm going to be a really big fan of like a hybrid program where there's a few days in the office, there's a few days at home. Um, I do well, I have a lot of social anxiety, but I do do well in social settings where, you know, I have to kind of flex those social muscles a little bit. And if I spend too much time at home, then I get kind of, I get a little antsy about being out in public again. So for me, I, I personally, I think like some form of a hybrid system would work best. Also, I know for a fact that um, I'm more productive, me as a person, if I'm going somewhere to accomplish something versus, you know, if I have something to do around the house, I'm like, okay, I have all day to do it. Like it will get done. Whereas like if I'm going to work to do something, I'm like, okay, like let's bang this out as fast as I possibly can as effectively as I can. And then I can get going home. Like that's, that's just the way my brain kind of works. I've always been like that where, you know, even doing yard work, I'll be like, kind of like, okay, like this is good. Like just take my time. Whereas, you know, if I go help my partner during her landscaping business, I'm like, okay, like let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's just interesting how different people operate effectively in different scenarios. Well, I, um, I know I, there's a ton of people that are equally as productive at home as they are at work, 100%. So. I, I just feel like, well, we'll see because I, you know, it will really just be up to, I guess, um, organizations and their leadership on going forward if you're going to, you know, force people back to the status quo of how it was and then we've learned nothing from this pandemic right like you know i feel there's people who um you know you hear the great resignation so people are just like you know um who've done major moves and decided you know what i'm gonna follow my passion this was the time or people who were forced to because they you know lost their jobs because i find that you know that kind of went away like we it was sort of, sort of like muffled news i i would call it even though i'm not a i'm not a a, a big news watcher because there's nothing positive you know um in the news but i mean of course you'll hear news anyways but i found like you were hearing like the collateral damage of this pandemic and then you weren't hearing it so we weren't hearing um like at the beginning we were hearing if you knew people you would hear who lost their jobs and you know the layoffs and the closures and then it kind of just got muffled and then people you know again we're talking about mental Ill mental health and people who were you know the suicide rates because they just couldn't cope or the domestic abuse that that was on, is on the rise because of, of divorce rates yeah the divorce rates that were skyrocketing you can't divorce even rates get, are skyrocketing you can't even get a lawyer because they're so busy and you don't it's almost like it's muffled and that's that's what i feel might be revealed in 2022 where like i guess the aftermath when the dust kind of settles and like the realities of picking up the pieces 
of, you know, it's sort of like, it, you know, for lack of a better analogy, it, it's sort, sort of like a, you know, a tornado, no, a hurricane, you know, like the eye of the hurricane is, is the calmest part, right? Yep. So, so, you know, it's all this stuff that's going around that we're not, we, we're sort of like in the eye, right? We're not hearing it. We know it's out there, but we're not hearing about it. Unless I guess you personally went through it. I just feel yeah. like nobody's really talking about it is what I'm saying. And, and they're very real um, things that are happening. And I just, I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing that we're just not talking about it. Like even the the amount of people I know, and again, I'm not gonna go on that tangent about COVID if it's real, if it's not, because yeah, it's real. But okay, that's just you know, it's not my opinion; it's a fact. But okay, like we'll just we'll keep it there. <laughs> like, um, but people who like have every day, someone's you know, you know, there's like six degrees of separation of either you know someone personally that have passed away from 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 COVID or, you know, so there's going to be a lot besides the normal grieving. There's like, they're going to be a lot of grieving, especially this, the, it's coming up to the holiday season. So, um, it's going to be a lot of people's first Christmases without their loved one. There's going to be a lot. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty heavy. I, I agree. Um, I think, coming up to the holidays is going to be a very a very interesting time um in relation to the pandemic i think there's going to be some strict kind of social distancing protocols that you are put in so? place oh because of this what is it this yeah, i call it like the transformer because it's omicron or yeah know, decepticon or I yeah <laughs> i mean on, honestly yeah I, I i think it's just going to be along the lines of they're going to really not want that many people getting together because numbers are going to spike and so on and so forth um but i think there's also a certain level of a disconnect between you know i remember the very first shutdown we had and like i didn't leave my house for two weeks i went to i went to work i still had to go to work and i remember driving on the highway like on the 401 i empty and there was nobody it was no, it was unbelievable. It was a ghost town. Like it was like that movie. Of people just gone. I am legend. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what it was really, really like. And then you know, as you know, the year and a half has gone on. We have definitely entered into other lockdowns, and I, I never saw that again. I, I've never seen the same public response, and that's that's one thing that concerns me is the are we going to continue the kind of social restrictions that are in place even though there seems to be a very high number of people that aren't necessarily following them like are they over it you know do they want life to go on as normal i mean i think canada's vaccination rate is like knocking on 80 percent so you know the way i kind of look at it is vaccination rates are quite high the vaccine has been readily available for a very long time. If you wanted it, you probably were, you already got it. If you don't want it, then like, okay, you're the one that's putting yourself at risk. Everybody else should be vaccinated. They should have significantly, you know, significantly more immunity and or safety. So I think there's a lot of people that are going to be like, oh, you know, we're vaccinated. Like, 
we'll just have everybody together and then it's just it, there's the potential for a, I don't know it's just a weird weird time like I really hope numbers don't go up because I would hate to be thrown into another lockdown said, that's but all they I have said to say. that the numbers are going up they they definitely are but I mean it's also that time of year as well right like as soon as you the weather season. gets cold more people spend time indoors so those very subtle social interactions people are having all summer you know a couple people over on a patio or something like that now they're moving to a couple people over but they're having them in the living room instead and that's a very significant difference so yeah we'll we'll see i know numbers are definitely starting to creep up but i would just i just i don't want to see the endless amounts of lockdowns because i i think we're at the point right now where we're slowly starting to prove that they're not really as effective as we would hope them to be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense or not, but like, you know, they might help a little bit, but I, I don't know. Well, don't know. The, the, the fact that the, the fact of the matter is, yeah, even we know that with the vaccines, it doesn't prevent you getting it. So I think, you know, it just helps you, with it builds up a little bit of your immunity and hopefully you will not be hospitalized right yes and that's typically what it is but you know people aren't understanding the other factor whether okay whether you know the point is not to get covid and you know even if you you're not hospitalized it's still horrible like it's still a bad flu that has no antibiotics or medication that you can take to like help you get through it so my question is oh so if that like i don't want a flu period so whether if if it was covid or another flu i don't want it whether you know i definitely don't want to die from it obviously but i definitely don't want it anyways so like you know this ignorance of oh well you know you talk about deaths like it's just so ridiculous. Do you want a flu? Like, do you want to be flat out for like two weeks? That's oh, yeah, the no, question. I hate, I hate getting sick. Exactly. I mean, I think everybody does, right? Right. So, like, we, what you just don't care that it's still two weeks of your life that you're not going to feel well and you can potentially infect others. So, it, like, and yes, it's just like a normal flu. I can, you know, if I had influenza, I can definitely be contagious at some point. So it's, it's the point of, do you want a flu? That's the question. And yeah, if you can definitely. try to prevent the flu, why wouldn't you? No, I, I, I agree. I agree to that completely. Like, I don't know. I, I, I The one thing that uh, my partner and I have actually discussed is how much less often we have gotten sick over the last, like, two years than ever before in our lives. And it's just from increased... You know, diligence, public health and diligence, right? And masks you, you know what I mean? Like you're just social distancing. Exactly. And... You're just significantly more aware of stuff that you've touched that somebody else might have and disinfecting and so on and so forth, right? So it's it's really quite interesting where, you know, a lot of the protocols are, you know, they're kind of game changing in the way that, you know, we might slow down um other like just the regular cold the regular flu those kind of things might not be transmitted nearly as um effectively as they used to be from the protocols right so it's a really interesting kind of next step in 
you know, the social experiment of healthcare, I guess you could say. Like, it's really cool that there's that many people out there that are that aware. I mean, I, I found it very interesting at the start of the pandemic. Um, I used to watch people pump their gas and like they wouldn't have uh, or, or they would have gloves on and then they jump in the car with the gloves on and they would touch they would touch everything in their car start it all up touch the steering wheel and then they take the gloves and mask off and I was just like okay it's probably better if you just use your bare hands and then use sanitizer but I mean and there's a learning curve to everything right so but I think um I know for me, like, I'm I, mentally, I, I'm just ready to kind of be like, I'm all always, right, like, I just want to get back to life. I'm, I'm, always, I'm tired. I was a germaphobe before COVID, so this is just, like, on, like, H2, this is, like, HD now, like, 2.0, like, germaphobe now. I, like, you know, I would never touch doors. I would do, like, I don't know, push them or, you know, wait for someone to open it because... Oh, I- I remember like for like I've always done this wherever I walked up to a crosswalk I would always use like my shirt to yeah the button. I, I never know. touch things I never <laughs> wanted to touch anything I just always remember being like how many people have touched this that's today? what I mean like I was already like ugh like just the even like using the debit machine you know like you're like using your nail and you're trying not to touch anything and like yeah, I I'm was really like that I was yeah I was like that way before so and then now at the gas station, um, you know, I use the paper towels. They provide free paper towels, people. Free paper towels. Like, you don't have... And then you could just... The garbage is right there. So you can just use the paper towels. I just always think about who's watching. I'm sure those attendants are watching me because I always pay at the pump. And it's like a whole process, right? Take a paper towel. I'm wrapping it around the, the thing. I'm, like, trying to tap my thing, you know, when I'm paying not touching anything <laughs> it's a process well it's just it's just high traffic areas right so i mean it comes down to like you said like do you want to get sick period it's 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 not even necessarily just a covid question at this point like that's just an overall you know you're being susceptible to, to the actual cold like a regular cold you know the real like influenza it's a whole bunch of stuff right and so people were, let's be honest people did not have manners before so like they would sneeze right in it like that was my worst fear in an elevator and someone sneezes and then you're trapped in there so like you have to hold your breath now for how many floors <laughs> like, yeah hopefully they, yeah that's horrible get me out get me out <laughs> Yeah. Why do you take the stairs every day? Well, Don't worry about breathe. it. Yeah, people breathe. I can't handle it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just hopeful. I'm hopeful that, you know, come the new year, um, I think Ontario's already kind of released, like, a very loose outline on their idea of when they're going to start kind of pulling back some What's restrictions. What's it, March? I vaguely remember seeing march i think they've already pushed there was a couple dates i think for december as well yeah they pushed that back 28 they, days yeah they pushed it back i believe because numbers were starting to creep up again uh, uh, probably just you know i think a lot of it has honestly has to just do with the simple like it's that time of year um where immune systems are already compromised a well, little bit and, i don't you know. this isn't fear mongering so i don't think they're gonna shut down because we can't we can't handle another shutdown but i just think yeah they're just they're not going to 
it's just going to be as it is now. I just think you're going to still have to take precaution and it's, you know, we're not out of this by any means. And, you know, with these new variants that are, that keep cropping up, um, and I heard this one's like really bad, like it's, it's worse um, than the Delta variant. So we'll see. I just think people just need to just do what they're doing, be safe, and just, you know, let's get through this. I agree. I agree. I think from my perception is like, I'm, you know, I'm Canadian. So, I, you know, if you tell me that like, hey, you can help out your neighbors, I'm like, okay, like, let's do it. So yeah, and I, like, I feel like as a country, that's think, us as right. a whole. Like, my only thing is, is like, I'm at the point right now where I'm like, okay, like, is there, is there any chance of like, I could see a schedule? Like, do we, do we have any idea? Like, when well, like, get out of it? As and I'm not saying to stop being courteous. I'm just, you know what I mean? Just to kind of allow life to open up yeah, a like, little bit. But you, as you knew, like last week, I wasn't feeling well. So what do you do? You, you do the responsible thing and you get tested for COVID. Yeah, absolutely. So that you absolutely. know, like, oh my gosh, let me at least know it's not that. So I'm not, you know, if I have to self-isolate, whatever I have to do, I don't want to pass it to someone else. I want to be safe. So Yeah, like, I was working uh, this summer, and, like, the job site I was on was doing, like, mandatory testing, like, two or three times a week. Right. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, at the start of it, I was kind of a little annoyed by it. And then after, like, the second week, it was almost like this weight had been lifted, and I was like, oh, wait, like, I know that I'm, like, I can't give it to anybody. Like, I know I'm good. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting, actually. Like, it was really strange where, like, the weight of, like, oh, wait, no, I'm not going to give this to my mom. Like, I'm I'm, I'm clean. I don't know. Well, the the worst thing. It was interesting. Just, like, a layer of stress that I didn't even know was there was gone. And and the worst thing about this, which is why it's so, it's, it's so rampant, is you can be asymptomatic. So, that would. That's that was the scary my biggest part, fear. Right? Like, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I was, I was scared about getting sick. All right, but at the same time, I'm a 30 year old, relatively healthy male. I, I'm not saying I'm invincible, but I'm saying that statistically, I'm probably gonna be okay. I was very, very, very scared of being asymptomatic and giving it to my parents or my grandparents or somebody that didn't have the immune system that. I potentially have. That was my personal biggest fear. Exactly. Was I, didn't, I didn't want to be responsible for somebody else to get sick. Um, so when we started getting those tests, it was like, oh, I didn't even realize there was a layer of stress here, and I just completely got rid of it. It was it was really an interesting experience. Exactly. So I'm close with somebody who's, you know, I shouldn't be around if I'm sick, period, anyways. So I wanted that extra... Yeah, you're safe, so. No, absolutely, absolutely. All right, um, do we have anything else? I know we kind of went off on a weird nope, little No, but as usual, there. that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how it always is, is, which makes it interesting. Um, yep, so you know what we could talk, we definitely can dive back into some strategies for like um, people who I'm, and I'm one of them, so I'm, I'm not speaking out of turn. Um, I don't really, in, I haven't enjoyed the holidays 
for a long time because um, my parents were big holiday people, like every single holiday. And Christmas was their, their favorite. So there were a lot of customs and traditions that I grew up with and, you know, and so of course when I had my son, when my dad passed, it was, and my mom was already sick, so it, but I just went through the motions because I had a kid, so I can't, you know, can't be selfish. So I would just make, you know, do the same things and, and, you know, the reality is I'm, I don't really enjoy it. I don't, I'm not a big fan. Um, and so I can relate to how tough the first Christmas is without your loved one is and like even ongoing like you know so we can talk about maybe some strategies on how to kind of like deal and cope with um going through the holiday seasons and even people who are alone and you know isolated like there's a lot of seniors that are isolated or even a lot of people that are isolated so as we just spoke about it might be people's first divorces and you know like there's a lot going on especially this christmas i mean even even from my point of view of i've i've never really been a a big christmas person or or a big holiday person ever um and being in a relatively new relationship with some level of expectations going into the holidays it's it's stressful it's just it's just stressful it is right it is um, it is. So regardless so, of what the situation is, it's a very happy and a very stressful time of year for everybody, I think. So, yeah, some coping and mechanisms would be great. And a tip before we go is, like, you don't have to – because I wanted – I actually wanted to – I remembered what I wanted to talk about, of course, now that we're exiting. <laughs> it was the, the January blues, like the fact that January is known – for like the highest depression rates and um i i actually looked it up and it was because of like december being sort of like the the pseudo happy month because you know it's holiday season and then of course january because especially the winter blues it's also because of finances because bills start coming in yeah, I think it's a lot of Christmas bills are coming in. I think January is a very strange month with It seems like the long like January to. seems like it has 500 days, not 31. Well, there's no there's nothing there's nothing in January, right? Like right. There's, there's, there's nothing like, like your next It's actually like, I think the it's next like time you're looking forward to is Valentine's Day. January is like also February. Alzheimer Awareness Month, so it's like very like heavy for me. But mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's really a dismal month. And so I think that's sort of like, it's perfect timing because we're it's November 30th going in to December. Keep that in mind. Like you don't have to like overspend to prove your love to people in December. Like, you know, I always say Christmas is the same time every year. It's not like, a, you know, a mystery. It's not like, a, it's not on the 29th of February where, it, you know, it comes once every four years. You can prep for it all year. And if you can't afford to give, which I like, I, don't get me started on the capitalistic ploy of Christmas, but that's oh, that's yeah. neither here nor there. But that's just you know, 
I don't believe in giving gifts at Christmas because I believe you give all year through so I don't need a special day to tell me I have to give somebody something and you can give your time you or you know you can volunteer uh, somewhere or you can give to a food bank or you could sit with a senior who's isolated and speak to them for a couple hours instead of thinking that you have to monetarily give something think about that yeah. I, I agree I agree I've had the conversation with my uh, with my girlfriend and you know the gift giving pressure of Christmas is not something that I enjoy I find it very stressful me too um, and you know she told me that I'm it, it's just not one of my love languages and I've expressed myself in a very loving way throughout the year so me too the expectations on gifts are very low and it's much more about quality time being spent together and for us I give gifts that have meaning so like it it's not necessary like you know it's like you know really knowing the person and the gift is is it's meaningful and it's not necessarily something you know like the latest gadget or whatever it you know that's how I give gifts and I give gifts if I want to I'm never pressured so that, yeah, that doesn't I, work I'm on very me. I'm very similar to that I where, also go, are you know, using the Jedi mind trick because it's not gonna work like it's not going to work <laughs> 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 you're not going to change my mind <laughs> yeah um Okay, well, I'm really um, excited to get into some of these coping skills for the holidays yes, probably yes. next week. Okay. Um, honestly, I'm going to bring my notepad and some paper. Okay. And take some notes because <laughs> <laughs> I need all the help I can get as well. Perfect. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for today. Okay. Talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.